Hi, friend. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. In the choir, hi, friend. Those who are watching the live stream, hi, friend. Those who are listening to this podcast after this, hi, friend. I was talking with my brother who is very keen and gentle to help me in my growth, and he said, I was saying to him, it's all about relationship. It's all about relationship. He goes, how about we even take it deeper? It's all about friendship. Because relationships can be good or bad, but friendship implies loyalty. I'm going to love you for the good of you, for good, for always. That's what a friend is. And can you imagine that the God of the universe calls you friend, and he enters into our activity to bring us into his company, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? It's unfathomable, but this is the richness and joy and depth and the expansion of our faith. It's so exciting that the God of the universe calls us friend. Do you know, as I said at the beginning of Mass, I'm not going to let us leave until everybody in the church knows that, that the God of the universe is your friend. And all we have to do is open our hearts and say, come Holy Spirit, come and take up residence, the soul's most welcome guest, the Holy Spirit. So a few weeks ago, I had a dear friend here at Mass, and they were here on a Friday, so they didn't have to be at Mass, but there were with their three-year-old son, I can't think of a much better thing to do than putting our three-year-old son in the Eucharistic presence, because whether we believe it or not, it's happening. The friendship is all laid out for us and poured out for us in each Mass. And so I, I started out my homily by saying, hi, friend, a little bit more on the son. The son was born to his mother. She was 43 years old when she gave birth to him. During the pregnancy, the doctor said, you should abort this kid because he's likely to come out deformed and not viable. Well, my friend and his wife said, we're done with you, doctor. We will go to a new doctor now. This is our child, and we will receive the gift that God has given to us. Beautiful story. And you know how children, they can be really angelic, and they can be really the opposite of angelic at times, because I know me, kind of the opposite. But this boy is just angelic. And I wonder if that has anything to do with his parents bringing him to daily mass at 8 a.m. in the morning. So, oh, I started out my homily that day. So that's a background. I started out my homily. He said, hi, friend. And this little three-year-old boy said, hi, friend. I love you. And then I could just drop the mic and walk off. Because that's all you need to know. And that's all you need to be. Because that's all who he is for us. The God of the universe saying, hi, friend. I love you. Don't you see? Do you feel? Do you experience? Will you let me in? And so many times we walk away, and we think it's something else and somewhere else. Brothers and sisters, it's in the Eucharist. It's here. That's what he's saying. You're my friend, and I love you. And we want to live life through the lens of scriptures. We want to be a biblical people. We want to know our story small s, in the story, capital S. Who are we in Jesus, in his story? And let's say at the beginning, the first try God gave us, he offered us lasting and loving friendship. We dipped our toe in the water, 
But then we th thought something else was better, and we turned away. Just think, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Elisha, Elijah, Moses, many others. Because we held money and honor like stored up barns, more important than friendship with God. We refused the Father. The reproaches we pray in the church on Good Friday, and these are the reproaches of God to his people, in a sense his disappointment with us. So these texts contrast the Old Testament, the stories of God's goodness with humanity, and man's enactment of evil against God's Son. Whereas God gives and gives and pours out and pours out time and time again throughout history, they delivered, we delivered uh, his son to death, death on the cross. God reproaches us, his beloved creatures, for the fatal rejection of Christ, his greatest gift to us. And he is lamenting that we have spurned his love. Do we spurn his love when we have a chance to, to gather here on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, and he's calling us, and we say, I got something better, I got something different, well, if that's it for you, if that's it for me, that's a sad, sad reality. He's calling us in. The Father's arms are open wide through the power of the Holy Spirit to, to get us there to experience that love. So one of the reproaches on Good Friday, how would God react to our refusal of his love? And this is one of the reproaches, the prayers that we pray in church on Good Friday. My people, what have I done to you? How have I offended you? Answer me. For your sake, I scourged your captors and their firstborn sons. But you brought your scourges down on me. My people, answer me. So we refused the Father and walked away from the garden of life. And the Father said, I will show you my love as perfectly and completely as possible. There exists no better way. I cannot top myself. So God the Son plunges into the ocean of cruelty and loss, diving all the way down to death. This was a display of the most profound insides of God. Gives everything, redeeming everyone, and befriending anyone who would say, Amen. So be it. You are to be trusted because you are reliable. And this Son of God who plunged into the very darkest darkness of alienation and friendlessness. What does he say? This is the will of the one who sent me, that none of the ones he has given me will be lost. John 6, 39. That's our Jesus, that none of them would be lost. So I'm going to hearken back 
to Friday, my bulletin article. I invited and I enjoin each one of you in this church listening to that. What is the one person that you're going to bring to the Catholic faith come next Easter vigil? One person, one year, that's a small order compared to the almighty power of God in his friendship. Who will that be? Think about that. Say we get 1,000 people on the weekend, then we'll have 2,000 in our church next year. And in five years, we'll have 32,000 people in this church, and that will be a city in friendship with God, offering this friendless world the answer. So who will that be? I want you to think about that and pray about it. And you know what? Faith isn't thinking about and praying about things only. It's action, inviting them and say, come to Sunday Mass. Let me explain to you reality, what the reality of your life is, so that you can come into the joy and love of friendship of God. What about this one, though? John 15, 13, there's no greater love than this, than to lay down one life for one's friends. Well, what does that mean? I mean, it's plausible that you're my friends, that I die for you, but that's not what that means. That's not even covering the half of it. I would die for someone who likes me, who considers me their friend? No, that's not it. That is how Jesus views every soul. Even enemies, those who wish evil and death upon him, he is friend. On the cross, he's redeeming his crucifiers. Friends, that's where we got to get if we want to be like Jesus. What good is it if you love those who love you? Even pagans do that. Am I just questioning myself, reproaching myself? Is, is that the level I'm on? And sadly, sometimes, yes. That's easy. Jesus redeeming his crucifiers. Let's put it this way. How do you feel about our president or our former president? How do you feel about somebody who's hurt you in the family or hurt a family member that you love dearly? How do you feel about Putin? What about the sisters of perpetual indulgence that came to Dodger Stadium? What's your response to that? Are you going to be like Jesus and say, hi, friend, I love you? If that's not your response, if you're not there, then you're not there. Because that's all Jesus is ever doing. We can thank all those miserable sinners. Jesus doesn't think like that. That not one of them would be lost. I've come that they all might be saved. And that's what we're doing here. And that's what we're about. How can we come into this friendship with God through the power of the Holy Spirit? It's only through the power of the Holy Spirit and praying for that. Hi, friend. I love you. Let us pray. And I just invite you to pray after me that we can come into the company of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the friendship through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, 
If you want to, just pray this prayer after me. Holy Spirit, fill me with the fire of divine love. Bring me into the friendship of God. Jesus, all you ever offer is friendship. May I share your friendship with every last person on earth. especially my enemies. May I be just like you. With all my heart, mind, and soul, may I be just like you. Amen. I needed to hear those words from Ryan that day. In Mass, he could have been aborted, but his parents gave him life. Your parents gave you life. You're sitting here right now. What are you going to do with it? Our work's not done until every last person in our world is saved in his love. Hi, friend. I love you.